Hey guys, welcome to another episode with Mad Mags. Today I have Morel as my guest, um, who we will be hearing more from. We're going to go ahead and ask her that same question that I asked my last guest, which is, you know, what did you want to do when you were in your teens, Morel? What answer were you giving people? And thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. Um, but actually, um, I wanted to be everything and anything that I could be. And I mean, it went from like me being a lawyer to me being a doctor to me being a forensic science, uh, forensic. What, I think it's it? forensic science. Uh, no. What is it called when you analyze bodies when they die? A forensic. Oh, um, a forensic not examiner. Okay. 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 So, like, I really wanted. I loved and was really intrigued of like understanding how people, you know, what types of weapons can do different things, and really to be able to find causes from really unique cases. That's, so, that in itself is really unique. What kind of brought you to that? Um, I've always loved like murder and like like understanding like all parts of it like intrigued me and I started doing criminology conferences like all of high school and I was like and so we there was one that was it would separate it by like okay forensic um psychologist or you know forensic examiners or criminologists and you kind of but it showed you everything that you could be within the criminology world and like when the forensic examiner came on it was you know we got to see a person completely getting dissected. And I was literally the only person left like, oh, what else can I learn? Like, what else can I come from this? Like, oh, I need this in my life. And then like- Oh, that's awesome that you felt so drawn and so passionate about that at that age. Cause I feel like my experience was not that. My experience was kind of like, I, this sounds right to me. Like this, this thing that I want to go towards after high school. But um, okay, so that's what you- those are the things that intrigued you. Um, but even though you were intrigued by so many things, I mean, what was, cause you still kind of have to have something in mind when going to college, right? So what was that next, like, what I guess did you end up choosing to move forward with? So I actually, in a roundabout way, I actually told my mom, like, I don't want to go to college. I want to get a yoga certification. And I just, I was like, I'll save up my own money. I'll work on my own. Like I'll get my own apartment. Um, but like, I'm going to become a yoga instructor and I want to pursue that and, and see as far as I can go with it. And she was like, you thought you were going to do that. What you're going to do is go to college and you're going to get a degree. And maybe while you're there, if you still love it, we'll get, I'll let, I'll support you in getting a cert. So when I went to college, I actually like told her, like, I went up to my guidance or the counselor. And I was like, yo, what can I do? Like with minimal amount of work and get out of here in four years. And she was like advertising. I was like, bet say less. I don't need to hear <laughs> anything else. <laughs> I mean, and at the end of the day, as much as I didn't think I wanted to learn, I still really took heed to all of those, those lessons that I learned in uh, communications. Cause I actually ended up getting a degree in strategic legal and management communication. So but I had a focus of advertising and PR. So there were so many skills that I like really couldn't like ignore. And I somehow always applied them to every role that I had, even post-college. Mm -hmm. um, like, that's something that you liked from your degree that you took away? It was more like I didn't even realize I was doing it. Like I didn't realize okay. how, like 
I really do believe that like the universe and like God like align you without you even knowing his plan yet. Like without you even knowing you're in plan, like it's already happening. Like the seeds are already being planted because I, I see that. everything. Did you? <clears throat> okay. So sorry. I absolutely love that. And I want people to that are listening to like, that is the golden nugget here. Um, did you feel that way? before you started college or when did that like intuition I guess kick in literally my job now oh okay (laughs) so for all of the like the last seven years I've been like yeah I don't know like and for the longest time like I've always been like I like to tell people I'm like a balloon without like a string and I've just been like floating everywhere trying everything moving everywhere and never feeling at home never feeling that wholeness like just all around Mm. like I was always like either like my heart was in it but like I felt like I was being like I don't want to say taken advantage of but more of like I felt like I wasn't being replenished like I was just being yeah yeah just nothing was being recycled back to me and I was like this is just not how I feel like I should feel and then I got my job now and like it's the happiest job I've ever been at like I'm the happiest I've ever been like it's unreal I feel like a unicorn right now (laughs) (laughs) and how did you come across this job though like was it easy peasy like okay graduated with advertising and then this job was a door that was already open yeah I think that's a really good question and that's one thing that I think so many people need to like be more vocal about is that no like I have struggled I struggled in college. I struggled the last three years after college. Like it didn't come easy. Like when I graduated, the best job I could get was at Dick's Sporting Goods. Like, okay. Like working in apparel, like that's what I did. And I was like, you know, this is just all I can. This is all I'm getting. Like everyone was like, either I'm overqualified, I'm underqualified or. I just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, and so I I, intriguing enough. Like, were you finding anything that was like, that's what I want to do? I was more just like, I need to pay my bills. Like, this is all Mm -hmm. I I need to do. And I was raised in the fitness industry, so I felt like that's where I was supposed to be, just because it was comfortable. And I will be honest, like when I graduated, like I had so many opportunities presented to me to go in communications and go into advertising, and I was just so afraid of failing and being wrong and messing up and being stupid that I was like no, like, I don't want to be the dumb person in the room. I don't want to, I don't want to put myself in a place I don't know. In fitness, I'm, you know, educated. I've been in this industry for like my whole life. And like, I know a a decent, not a lot, like a decent (laughs) amount of stuff, enough to keep people safe and get them with some results. But I just, it was comfortable, it was safe for me. And it took me, it took someone actually in the gym telling me that I was not living up to my full potential and that, you know, like, why are you doing this to yourself? You mm-hmm. have so much more to offer this world. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and got an internship. Um, that internship led to, it didn't necessarily lead. I applied to this job, like on a random site and like, was like, whatever, they're not going to call me back. I don't know if it's real. And then they were <laughs> like, actually, we like you. Actually, we want to hire you. And I was like, whoa. And then getting the job and doing the role Every day, every day I'm solidified that this is exactly where I need to be. This is exactly what I should be doing with my life. And I don't feel burnt out and I work crazy hours and I still 
feel so happy and so appreciative to be in an environment like that. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. And I think something that you mentioned about, um, like someone realizing that you, I guess, weren't living up to your full potential. I think those moments are super pivotal because it's no longer like, I think part of us already knew that we weren't, you know, living up to our full potential, but then someone else like observing that is huge. It's almost kind of like, oh, I should make a move, right? Like encouraging, right? Um, so so that's, that's great that someone was able to do that for you because now you're feeling more fulfilled. So I like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I've definitely had a, a difficult time post-grad. I like, and I'll be really transparent because I really want to be able to like, let people know they're probably not by themselves. But like when I graduated, I had like, as terrible as it sounds, like a 320s credit score, you know, like barely had any money in my bank account. Like I went from Dick Sporting Goods to, you know, working at a hotel front desk to being a server at a restaurant to, you know, being like a manager of a, at a like, literally the gym that I was a manager at was for sale the entire time I was a manager. And so each day I just had to like, like, did they sell it today? No. Okay. Good. Like, I have like yeah. so it's like, I really would love to attest that like, it's not for some people, it, it doesn't happen where like you graduate and all it's like, I have like a six figure job and like, I'm with like a name brand company. Like, yeah, it just, and it's okay. And it's okay to like go to college and not have a major picked out your first year. Like try things, experiment, like experience life. Like, and if also if college ends up not being your thing, cool too. Go to yeah. trade school, do vocation, whatever it is, find your thing, like roll with it. But always be like super transparent and honest because, or else you'll be stuck, right? And then you'll be unhappy and you'll be exhausted and you'll feel it. Um, Especially during COVID, I think it's yeah. like, got to keep your head up I it's like I'm very appreciative that I was graced because I actually got hired during COVID um which I know is a very rare situation to happen but it's still like it's not like even though things are rare sometimes like things can still happen opportunity is still there yeah and I mean what I really think and like it's been something I've been saying a lot recently is like not forcing things like really having faith and believing full-fledged and like like what is for me will be for me and it's going to come. And if you, like my mom always says, like, and I kind of take it in my own world of like the universe, like will take care of you if you allow, if you allow it to. And okay. I think that like, you know, cause there were so many times where I was restricting things and forcing things. And then it went from like, I like was restricting and forcing me to, to move out of my mom's house like a few years ago. And I had applied to over 300 jobs and they all denied me. But the moment that I released it was like, I'm over it. Literally, as I said that, I got pinged for a job in the Cayman Islands. How does that happen? So yeah. it's like, you just got to like, and believe in yourself. You know what's best for you. Don't let anyone knock that at all. <laughs> so what I think I've noticed a lot too recently when it comes to believing in yourself, um, you're familiar with the word imposter syndrome? No, it so imposter syndrome is feeling like you sh don't deserve to be at the job that you're at. Like you're not qualified enough. Oh, okay. um, and that is something that I keep seeing in my timelines in Ted talks and conversations. And I talked about it forever ago in a YouTube video before I started making YouTubes regularly. Like it looks like I'm crying in the, the screenshot of the video. People have said that. And I'm like, I don't know why I look like that. I was super emotional. Um, <laughs> but basically it was, 
this honest conversation about how I feel like sometimes I don't deserve the job that I have, or I really don't know what I'm doing. Um, and so that confidence that you're talking about is, I think it, it falls with that. I don't know if it's a common thing for people in their twenties or what, just kind of like, how did I get here when there's older people that are also working on this job that know more. So, um, so yeah, I forgot what you said and that made me want to bring that up. Well, it's, I love that you said that. And I feel like that was like the universe providing a little trickle because my boss actually confronted me about that at my job. Now he was like, he was like, I feel like I can relate to you because I've been there where I feel like I didn't like, he was like, you know, we get into these spaces where we're like writing something. We're like, I I don't even like people are more experienced. I'm like, why do they want me to write this? I I don't even know if I'm going to do it right. And what if I do it to the wrong and it ruins the entire business? Fun fact, I promise you that one little thing, unless it's super crazy and obscene, won't ruin the entire company. And you're right. he, he, he like, he told me, he was like, the reason you're writing, everything you do reflects from your confidence. So he really, he was like, I know it sounds a little weird, but like faking it to make it, tell yourself, make yourself believe, oh, I got this. I'm good. And let yourself know, like, it's okay. And it's also okay to know that they, it's really funny also at my job, they always say like, it's great once you know you don't know anything because mm-hmm. now you've opened it nothing. Exactly. And it's like, and I realized that like my company, like the moment I said that, they were like, oh, okay. Like, let's let's put some more on you. Let's teach you some. And it was like, yeah. I think if when people act like they know it and they like butter their resume up to sound like super perfect, it it makes you look like, well, if you know everything, why why do we need like how are you going to grow? You want someone that's trainable that will grow with the company. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And then the other thing too, with um, when your boss was probably saying like, you know, we want you to write this piece is because I noticed people do this to me at my job. It's because we're fresh eyes, right? We're fresh, like we're young, right? So I think that made me realize that like, of course, they're going to ask me, it doesn't matter if they're experienced and they've been in this job longer than I have. They're looking for newer perspectives. So um that's why the the younger person or the newbie in the in the gig is the person they go to because they want to hear someone that someone hasn't like someone that hasn't been trained in that industry yet, right? Like kind of seeing it from the other perspective. Um, so that's a big thing that has helped me get over imposter syndrome. Nice. Well, I, I think, yeah, that when I realized that like I didn't know anything, but that I also had to believe in myself even though I didn't know anything and see the beauty in both of them and see the in between the fine line of them both yeah. um, and together things became so much better. And I just think that like another tip is like, man, like you're not going to have it figured out. You're not, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like and, and and a good boss knows that, you know, like a good boss knows that you're going to come in and you're going to make those mistakes, but that's okay. That's part of like what they're looking for. Those new ideas. So mm-hmm just admitting that you don't have it figured out is huge. And I'm proud of you for doing that. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it took it, him, like him being my boss has definitely like helped me. And like, also like the entire company is like so supportive to me um, and uplifting. So like, I feel very like loved and appreciated. Um, But also my support system has always been amazing, including you, you know, like, (laughs) no, but I'm really curious. Like I actually told a friend the other day of like, I have such a deep bond with all of the friends I have right now because they 
you guys get me through these hard times. Like you have no idea. And even when I am not, might not be talking at the moment, like watching your stories all inspired me. And I think that it's, instead of looking at it at jealousy and looking at it more of like, I, I want to be where my friends are. And I mean, and ask them for support and guidance. And I mean, like some of my, my, how I got my job now was because I asked a friend that I knew was really good at finding jobs. I was like, hey, help me. And she was like, Hey, try these different links. And I was like, okay, whatever. Tried it, got the job. So, you know, it's, and ask your friends for help. Ask that support system, take advantage of these people. They want to help you for a reason. Yeah. So. And that's all gotten you to where you are today and you're happy and you're thriving and I'm, I'm happy for you that's that's amazing um wow that was that was a lot a lot of good advice I like that no that was a lot like I feel like I need to break down this episode later on and talk about certain things that you said right like support system um we talked about imposter syndrome we talked about um just like being honest about what's going to happen after college like it could it cannot be your dream job right away it could be things that you weren't expecting um and seeking out that help. So that's that's all huge. And I admire you for that. Well, thank you so much, Morel, for being on this episode with me. I hope this story resonated with someone in the audience, um, was able to find a piece of your story that was super similar to theirs and can kind of see the light and the hope and maybe the lessons they can take on too to kind of like push through things. Um, so thank you once again. You're the best, dude. And I'll catch everyone next time. Toodles.